This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. If you're new to the show, welcome. This is an educational show, but Tony and I like to have a lot of fun while we're doing it. If you have a question, though, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit my website at www.taraenolan.com or you can go to www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. We're in that transition phase. But check out the website while you're there. Click on the radio page because we record these shows. And these shows are educational. We do topics ranging from IRAs to 401ks to Medicare to Social Security. So odds are there's going to be a topic that you're interested about. And it's all about education. While you're there, make sure that you subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And like I said, don't hesitate to reach out if you have questions or you want to set up a face-to-face meeting. We're also doing virtual meetings. And that number is 719-210-4242. And we love helping people get their plan organized. We're going to have a little fun with today's shows. We're going to talk about some frightful mistakes that could haunt your retirement. So, <laughs> you know, with it's always fun because with finance in, in this business, there's a lot of people that like to push on the fear button to kind of get you to take action and take care of yourself. But I, I much prefer to have a little fun. <laughs> so, oh yeah. but the point at the end of the day is if you're listening to the show, you're, you're doing the things that you need to be doing, be taking care of yourself, you're getting yourself educated. And at the end, though, what I want you to do is take some action to take care of yourself. But before we jump into the show, I wanted to reach out and say, Tony, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tara. Thanks for asking. Uh, It's great to be here once again. Although I will say, Tara, honestly, the last two weeks have probably been the busiest two weeks I've had since uh, I've done this job. Uh, it, it's in a long time, in a number of years. It's just, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it, it's been that way for you. Well, I know it has been that way for you with the book and everything else, but I've just been swamped, but I'm hoping to get out and enjoy some fall weather and do a little bit of uh, traveling, but I've been working every weekend and I've got so many projects in the hopper. You know how it gets, right? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> there's, there's so much to do and so little time. Yeah, so many it seems fun things way. to do. It so. does seem that way. It really, it really does. So, uh, but otherwise, I honestly, I can't complain. I've been really great. The family's doing good. How are you and Chris doing? Is Chris behaving himself over there? Oh, we're we're having we're very excited. So, like you know how things uh, we've had just an amazing day. So yesterday we we bought a new rental property. Today I'm getting a massage oh. at the Broadmoor after our show. And wow. yesterday I got my entire manuscript off to the copy editor. So, oh, wow. you know, it's everything. You got to be up. feeling great. It is. Right? But the other thing that's happening, and it really does relate to money today, is I'm supposed to go to Germany on Sunday for my first oh. two weeks of my 
mobilization assistant job with the reserve. Awesome. But yeah. be- until the continuing resolution, the CR got passed, there was no money. So that got passed Thursday night, right? And so right. now we're trying to see you know, how fast paperwork and bureaucracy goes. Oh. So, so we're waiting to see, is, is the approval gonna come through? But Tony, I really, I brought that up for people because one of the things I really want everyone to start thinking and is if you could picture in your head a bubble and call that your financial bubble. And right. a lot of people like kind of stovepipe their decisions where they have a decision about social security and then they've got their 401k and then they maybe have their car insurance. So they kind of have all these different stovepipes. But if sure. you put all of those decisions together in one bubble, then you see how everything interacts. And this is like one thing that's gone on with the CR with Congress is they've made it a political football, but the second and third order effects is it helps a lot. It causes a lot of work for a lot of people. It affects a lot of people if the government shuts down, doesn't it? it, it, Well, and the thing is, is because those people usually always end up getting paid, thank goodness. But then you have all this, just, I call it the mill about time where People could be being productive, but instead they're kind of going, well, you, you know, are we going to go? Am I not going to go? You know, so for this trip out to Germany, they've got, you know, back to back briefings scheduled for me. And then if, if we can't go, then all those things have to be rescheduled. So it's just like this. Life is hard enough. And then you, you cause this chaos. It's almost like an artificial thing. Yeah. So what we're and, looking at here is that the government, if they don't approve and agree on a, a budget, then the, the to continue. Uh, then they have what they call the government shutdown. And sure, people eventually end up getting paid. But like you said, you, you're giving us a real world example of a huge wrench. I mean, there's people in, in Germany that are set up to meet with you and train with you and travel plans. And it all hinges on uh, Congress just using the budget and the government as a political football. And if it shuts down, it affects a lot of people, honestly. And it affects, the public is the one that they really get hurt by it. And, and, and people like you who work for the government, because it just throws a wrench in everything in a lot of ways. It does. And this is where I, but I, what I want people to take away from it is to think about your financial bubble and just think about all those different financial decisions that you make. When you start putting them together, then you make sure that all the decisions you're making are aligning and creating synergy. That's yeah. what it's really about. And that's what I want people to take away from it. Because if you don't, then you have second and third order effects that you don't even think about. Yeah. But when you start looking at it holistically, that's where you really start. It's I call it, Tony, reaching your maximum financial potential. So uh, all things equal, if you're doing the same activities, wouldn't you like to have your decisions organized so that you're going to come out with the biggest number that you can? Right. Obviously. And so that's, that's huge, Tara. And that's, that's what you and Chris do for your clients. And that's why you do the show each week is to really help people uh, see the way they can maximize, uh, you know, obviously things like their retirement savings, their investments, uh, maximize, uh, you know, social security when it comes to planning that healthcare, minimizing healthcare costs, minimizing tax burden the tax burden. So it all works together in the big picture. Like you said, the the bubble and you have all these different uh, outlets and inlets, and you've got to make sure uh, that it's all working together uh, to give you the maximum uh, potential for your money. And I just, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. And you just reminded me, I was just going through the book last night and I have this example that's, uh, 
I, one of the big things I always like to do, Tony, for people is to make sure they have a balance between their growth accounts and their safe money accounts. And I just took a snapshot of the market of, 10, of 25 years and said, okay, if you have $600,000 and you let it grow versus um, if you balance it and say, okay, the years that the market goes down, I'm going to pull from my safe money account and let my stuff in the market grow. And Tony, the difference is if you just pull all that money out of the, the $600,000 and just pull your money out of the market, you say $40,000 a year, that account ends up being about $400,000. But if you balance it so that the year the market's negative, you actually go to your safe money account and pull money there. Tony, that account, that $600,000 in that same time period would grow to $2.9 million. Wow. So it's a it's, huge difference, it's a huge difference. And, and in, in the book, I have a lot of case studies like that, that I go through and just pull sections of the market because it's about understanding the concept. And yes. if you, you know, you can't control the market because we know it's going to go up and down. But if you right. can create that balance and say, well, I'm going to have a safe money account for when the market's down and then I let the market grow. You, it's just, a, it's, I keep proving it to myself over and over again, that giving yourself options really helps. Yeah. It's huge. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You need to have those options and it's kind of uh, what they call the power of when. So when you take something out of an account makes a big difference and what account you pull it from makes a big difference. And that's a big part of retirement income planning. And we're talking about that's kind of our topic is frightful mistakes that could haunt your retirement. And so that's what you're talking about right there. I mean, pulling it out at the wrong time or pulling money out in retirement for your retirement income from the wrong funds uh, at the wrong time, uh, that could really haunt your retirement. And that's a mistake, right? And that's something, you know, it's uh, it's spooky. We're doing a Halloween theme here, but it's, it's spooky. <laughs> it, it is, Tony. And, and it just dovetails right into that thing is there's a lot of people that I meet with now that have done an excellent job creating a good 401k at work. The thing is, Tony, that's all they have. So they have no balance. And so it's like that old adage, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Right. And and so that's a lot of the holistic planning to look at is, okay, you've done a fabulous job creating this 401k, but what's your balance and how are you going to handle the down years and how are you going to spend that money? And that's a big mistake I see a lot of people making is that they have all their money in one account and it's great right up until it's not. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's a big, that's a big mistake that uh, people do make in retirement. And I think uh, it leads to another mistake, which is trying to go it on their own, not working with uh, a financial services professional like yourself, like you and Chris, uh, you need somebody that's going to help you look at that big picture and help you make the right decisions. Correct. That's what well, you need. I tell you, it's interesting because writing the book, like you don't realize how much, you know, until you start to write a book. Yeah. And, and then I, <laughs> I just looking at, it, I'm like finance, I'm not saying that someone couldn't learn how to do it. It's just a lot to learn. And the thing is, it's so interconnected. So if you make this decision, it affects these other decisions over here. And and there's no reason you would know that just off the top of your head. And um, writing the book, I'm trying to keep it as simple as possible. But I just I've got a lot more. I've had to put a lot more examples in and I've got references because there's just, there's a lot of information to know. And, yeah. and that's one of the big things is as I'm going through the case studies 
anytime I see somebody that works with a professional, they end up at the end with more, their financial bubble gets bigger because there's all these experts helping them with the things they didn't know. Right. That's why you want the CPA and I have a healthcare specialist and I look at the car, you know, I look at the whole picture Yeah. because the people that try to do it themselves, Tony, they do a good job with the things they know. It's, it's the things they don't know that they miss. Right. Right. And I would say another big mistake, uh, the next thing we could talk about, you mentioned CPA and I know that you work alongside CPAs and, and look at the tax aspect, but when you talk about one thing affecting the other, and we've mm-hmm. seen that, uh, you know, the old, uh, a butterfly in China flaps its wings <laughs> and there's, and there's a tidal wave, uh, uh, that hits Florida, you know, it's like, okay, uh, is that the cause and effect? Uh, but we've seen it with the stock market where recently, or not that long ago, uh, a company says it in China, one company says it might default or go bankrupt. And the stocks here in America take a nosedive for a day or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've seen that happen. It's it's crazy. Somebody sneezes on the other side of the world and it affects us here. So uh, it is causal, but uh, taxes seem to be intertwined with everything you talk about on the show. So taxes, I bet, is an area where people, especially when it comes to retirement income planning, make a lot of mistakes, isn't it? Or am it's I wrong? Tony, it's, it's not what you make. It's how much you keep. And that tax, uh, the tax strategy is absolutely woven into any successful retirement plan because sure. the, the tax code drives everything in our country and our financial yeah. system. Because the yeah. tax code says, you know, you've made this much money and here's how much you get to keep and here's how you can let it grow. And do you want to let it grow somewhere where it's taxable? Do you want to let it grow somewhere where it's tax free? So I always I, I say none of it's magic. It's just understanding the tax code and, and how you want to grow your money and how you want. It. It's not just saving money, but it's how you save your money. Yeah. So. You can do a good job and put in a savings account or have a, an IRA, and that's good. I'm saying that's good. But you can look and, and couple it with, you know, what you're taking advantage of as you protect your family and then grow things tax-free and then make sure that you have the growth accounts and the balance of the safe money accounts. Making sure, Tony, you have those Roth accounts because it's all about getting your money from taxable to tax-free. And here's the thing, Tony, it's not about getting out of paying taxes. We live in a country where taxes right. help everybody, but it's yeah. about making sure that you have the control of your money. So when you get your money in a tax-free account, then that lets you have more control over your life so that you yeah, can And you've already sick. paid taxes on that money then. So it's not like you're, you're not, we're not talking about avoiding taxes. We're talking about minimizing your own tax burden and being right. smart about it. And you mentioned Roth IRAs because a lot of people, I think one of the big mistakes uh, that people make that could haunt their retirement is a lot of people assume, and I used to assume this before we started doing these shows, is uh, that uh, I'm, I'm my taxes are going to be really low in retirement because I'm not working. So I don't need to worry about taxes in retirement. But yet for traditional 401ks and traditional IRAs are where the majority of people now, people our age, have their retirement funds. Mm-hmm. And when that that went in tax free, so we get the tax advantage when it goes in, but they don't realize all that money. Somebody says, well, I've got $250,000 in my 401k or IRA, and I'm going to use that in retirement. No, they don't. Because if it's a traditional 401k or IRA, right? Am I right? That, uh, you know, yep. 
20 to in the future, 30 plus percent is going to be owed to Uncle Sam, right? Mm-hmm. And to, so. to keep the number simple, I always just use $100,000. Yeah. I just assume $30,000 of that 30% is going to the government. And yeah. Tony, I have a lot of people that I have to explain that to them. And they're like, well, I have a, I have a hundred thousand or a million, you know, add a zero where you need to. I'm like, you don't, no. you, you have that minus the taxes. And so when the taxes are low, you might want to consider moving. If you have the, you know, everybody's situation is different. Like you say, it depends, but you may want to move something from those taxable accounts into a tax-free account and pay the taxes now. And that way it grows tax-free. So not only because if you don't, you're going to pay taxes on the growth and what you put in. If you put it in a Roth IRA, you only, when you take it out, there's no tax and it grow The growth is ends up being tax-free, but you lose, you have to pay taxes now. So, right. And then the challenge is Tony, as I have quite a few people who make too much money to contribute directly to a Roth, but so then that's where we have to look at the strategies to say, well, how do we save your money in a 401k and then get it converted to a Roth? Because you do want to get over there and, and there's a couple different ways to do it, depending on where you are. And then there's strategies because sometimes you do it in, in pieces. You don't do it all at once. Sure. So and that's sure. where that's where the strategy and the planning really comes into play is to go. I know I want to be tax free. How do I do it? <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the catch. And for everybody, that answer is going to be different. I mean, there are a lot of great right. uh, retirement vehicles out there and there are a lot of great tax strategies. And that's why I know you work alongside CPAs. Uh, and the thing is, is if somebody says, well, I'm already working with a CPA, but you typically they're looking backward at the past year and doing taxes for your past year. They're not looking ahead to retirement. So you need somebody who's looking at that big picture. Uh, and it just, like you said, it's that bubble that you, everything's in and getting it interconnected to save money. I like that analogy too. So if we had a minute, Tony, I was going to share with you this concept of lost opportunity cost. Are you okay. familiar with that? Uh, that's, uh, if you put your money under your mattress, you're losing money because it doesn't have an opportunity to grow and work for you and make money on that money. Right. That's a great example. Is that it? That okay. is. And so I'm just going to share another example with folks listening because okay. we're talking about mistakes that people make. And here's like one of the basic ones I start out with people and look at is sure. let's use car, your car insurance as an example. So, you know, you pay your car insurance. Right. And, and if you have a great year driving, do they give you your money back? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe if you have USAA, they might send you a check for 50 bucks. Right. <laughs> but they don't give you a thousand dollars back. So one of the things I look at is, you know, with cars, there's deductibles. There's usually like 250, 500 or 1,000. And I have a lot of people, Tony, that will come in with a $250 deductible. And I say, well, okay, let's just think about this. Because, right, because a $250 deductible has the most expensive premium. And I'll say, okay, so someone, you know, you come out of the grocery store and someone has backed into your car. And it's going to be about $400 worth of damage. Mm. Are you going to file a claim in that scenario? Mm, probably not. Probably not, right? Because it's too right. much hassle, and your deductible is right. two fifty. So most people are going to pay two hundred bucks versus have to go through that whole hassle of filing a claim and doing all that. So yeah. that's the question I say is, well, then let's look at what let's. And usually, let's say it's about two thousand dollars for that two hundred fifty dollars deductible. 
if you check, a lot of times the $500 deductible is going to be about $1,500 versus $2,000. And it's a $500 deductible. So if that works, then you have basically found in your budget $500 that you were already spending. Right. But now you can take that $500 and instead of just giving it to the insurance company every year, you can invest that money somewhere else. Right. And so that comes back to that holistic look at the budget, but it's called lost opportunity costs because that money, when you're getting the $250 deductible is paying the insurance company. Right. If you change your deductible by just 200 bucks, then all of a sudden you have that $500 that you can put to work for you. That's right. And even if it just grows at 3%, it doesn't even have to be big, you know, over 20 years, that's going to be 30 or $40,000. Right. So yeah. this, this retirement mistakes, I think that people make Tony is they don't, they don't get around to creating this whole financial plan. And so they're already doing the work. They're already, you know, paying the fees, but if they just would have done it smarter then they could have had the money working for them. And so, well, yeah. And that's, that's, yeah, that's just it. I mean, you, you know, work smarter, make your money work for you. I, I think, you know, and you're always hammering home that point. And I think that's important. Um, lost opportunity cost. And I think that also leads us to uh, another point that I'm thinking a big mistake people make is they don't take into account inflation, which is like a lost opportunity mm -hmm. cost because your money, if your money's in a CD that's paying 1% or 2%, at most, uh, most are paying 1% still uh, a certificate of deposit, or if it's in bonds that are earning you 1.2%, um, you're that money, even if, oh, I'm earning 1.3%, interest rates are low, so that's good. I'm still making money, but you're not because inflation this year is what, 5%? So, right. right? Am I right? Exactly. It's, it's always about 2 to 3%. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you've got you've to gotta make at least as much as inflation to stay even on your money. And, and, and I think that's an important thing to note. That's a mistake people make too, right? It is. And just for those people out there that don't like numbers, you know, the, the best way to think about inflation is just to remember, you know, how much did you pay for a can of soda when you were a kid? You know, for me, it was like 50 cents. Now yeah. it's like three bucks. Uh, I remember so, that they had the small bottles at my mom's work. They had an old Coke machine. Right. when I was a little kid and it was a quarter. So wow. that's how I got to look like this. I drank too many bottles of Coke when they had real <laughs> sugar in it. <laughs> and just popping those quarters in there. <laughs> right. So, so we had another one. This one's a little more fun. I like this idea about a mistake that people make is they get excited about maybe moving, right? Once they've retired and they're like, we could go anywhere. And and I was funny because I was just having this conversation with Chris the other day is one of our favorite places to go is Hawaii. We love, oh, love the beach. Hawaii, yeah. We love the mountains. It's kind of got yep. everything. But the question that we kind of ask ourselves is, do we love Hawaii? Like, would we want to live here or do we love it? Because when we come, it's vacation. So we are staying in the nice resort right on the water. We're not working. Would it would Hawaii be the same if we actually lived there and we're working and maybe not living like right on the beach? No. I don't know. No, <laughs> I mean it would still be a great place because you could still do things on the weekend, but it, it is it's never the same when you actually live there. I think that's part of the problem. 
And I had to remember when I was a lieutenant at Eglin Air Force Base in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, I lived at Spring Break. <laughs> and so I, I remember back then it was kind of a bummer because, you know, when everyone was there having Spring Break, I had to go to work. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, tough. Yeah. So it's uh, it's always interesting to think about it. But this is something that people will do sometimes is is they get retired and they get excited. And, you know, you that giddy feeling. You're like, oh, the first time in my life where I can make a, just a choice for myself again. <laughs> right. And, and then they, you know, <laughs> I'm going to move to Florida. It's, it's really important to kind of try to go visit, maybe even try it on for a couple months and, yes. and see if, if you really like it before you commit to purchasing a home. Yeah, you know, that's a good point, Tara. Re- relocating is an area where I think a lot of people make mistakes that could affect their retirement because uh, you, we have this idea in our head. We see the ads for retirement where this, you know, they look like they're maybe late 50s, early 60s couple holding hands, white hair flowing, walking along a beach with their chinos rolled up and their bare feet in the water. And you're like, that's retirement. It's idyllic, right? Mm -hmm. It's an ideal situation. Um, But that's not real life. And and not all of us want that for our retirement. So like you said, I love that. Visit the places that you think you're thinking about going, you know? Uh, I mean, I always said, I'd love to live in Key West, but you know, I, you need to spend a couple of weeks there before you really think, can I live here? Right. And look at the costs and look at where you're at. There's a lot of things. And I think before somebody relocates, they need to involve, especially relocating for retirement. They have to sit down with their financial services professional. If they don't have one, they should give you a call and set up a meeting with you and Chris. If they already have one, get a second opinion from you and Chris on where they're at and their plan, or if they're already working with you, sit down with you and say, we're thinking about doing this. And you look at where they're at financially and the plan that you'll put in place for them and say, okay, you know, instead of Hawaii, based on cost of living and taxes, you may have to reconsider and you may have to move to Florida or you Arizona might be a better pick. So uh, you have to make those decisions. And I think it's all financial and it has to be part of the overall plan. But Tara, we're almost out of time and we haven't taken time to let our listeners know how to get a hold of you. And we need to do that before we go. So, yeah. So today's show, we got excited. It's, this is a, a fun show because <laughs> talking about how do you make a plan for success? So, Tony, I would yeah. say if you're listening to the show today, Give me a call, 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. Or you can contact me through the website, www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. For those people listening today, that either if you have a plan and you need a second opinion, but most of those people out there is you probably don't have a plan. And those are the people that I want to look at and just think about that holistic financial bubble and you want to know if all your decisions are being maximized. And I just really, those are the people, Tony, we really can help. And I get, I get excited about it. But that number is 719-210-4242 to set up that complimentary discovery call. All right. Thanks, Tara. And that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us again soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.